Like, let, let's just get into the zone, okay? So, what shall we, like, shall we do a few, like, vocal? La, 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 la. Right, breathe with me. No, I'm not breathing. Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear I me? I can hear you, you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Yes, I can. Oh, right. Good. Stop asking the same questions over and over again. Stop shouting at me all the time. Welcome to another episode of Spill the Gear with me, Sajeda. And me, Aisha. So, Aisha, how's your week been so far? It's been really productive. Um, the weather's been a bit milder. So, we've had a few more walks on an evening, and the housework is almost up to date. The laundry pile has completely gone. So, yeah, it's been a really good week. What about you? Have you been up to much? Well, it's been the opposite here. So, we have had really, really cold weather. Today, we've had actually a few inches of snow. Um, so a lot of people have been snowed in I know. And Do you know what? I've been looking at all like the pictures and Snapchats and Instagram pictures and oh, it looks so dreamy. Yeah, I know. Well, to be honest, I've not really been outside today. I've, I've done a few walks this week, um, so I don't feel like I needed to go out today. Today was supposed to be my rest day anyway, but I just know that all this snow is going to turn in twice eventually and then... It's just going to meddle with my daily walks, so that's a bit Oh my annoying. God, yeah. Black ice is like the worst thing ever. Did you make a snowman, by the way? No, but my neighbour did. And um, I was, oh my God, I was doing an online course and he was throwing snowballs at the window. <laughs> was he? <laughs> yeah, he was, oh he was throwing snowballs at the window and my microphone was on, so all you could hear was some like loud bangs in the background. Um, because I, I do it in the living oh. room and then, yeah, so I had to quickly tell him that, oh, can you stop? But, Did you actually tell him to stop? Yeah. yeah I'd... Oh my God. <laughs> oh God, it was right <laughs> awkward, but yeah. <laughs> this is a part of the show where we talk about our OMG moments. Now, if you've listened to our first episode, then you'll know the concept more or less. If you haven't, then I don't know why you've skipped to this episode because the first episode is really, really good. So go back and listen to that as well. Um, But yeah, just to explain the concept a little bit more, uh, an OMG moment is any moment that makes you think, whoa, I can't believe that just happened. It can be a positive one. It can be a negative one. It's basically just a moment that we've had during the week just to talk about ourselves a bit and what we've been up to. So Aisha, what's your OMG moment this week? Okay, so... As I mentioned, we've started walking again. So we finish work, five o'clock, and then about half past five, we, th- we go for like an hour's walk. Yeah. So where we're, like I said to you, where we're so close to the um, to the beach, I like to take, there's a route from here where you go up the hill and then you go down like a, a very like quiet, small road. And then you come out the other side and you're at the top of the cliffs. 
and I love getting there. And even though it's dark and it's cold and it's a bit misty, I just stand there for, you know, five, ten minutes, shut my eyes. And I, I do a lot of like inhale, exhale. Like since I started doing Pilates, I've, I think a lot of it is to do with like the whole breathing side. And I love just connecting anyways. So we've done a really, you know, we've done quite a few long walks. Um and I've really been enjoying it as well, like, you know, just talking. Sometimes we don't even talk, we just, we're just walking and, you know, just gathering our thoughts alone. And yeah, again, like I said. Yeah, I feel like walking is good for your mental health. Oh, massively. Yeah. Like we've only just started walking again and we're trying to do it. So we're doing at least an hour. Anything over is, is you know, a bonus. So sometimes we take a longer route, go to an next street. And yeah, so we've, like I say, we're really enjoying it. But the only thing, this is my OMG moment of the week. The dogs in Folkestone have got diarrhea. <laughs> no word of a lie. So we've had a bit of rain, right? So you know the rain? So you did it? No, it's awful. You are like walking and you are dodging. You are dodging all this like dog diarrhea. Like I feel like I need to put a poster up somewhere to say, if you've got a dog, just clean up after it. Like it's not hard. But it's it's getting horrendous. Like, yeah, you have to really watch where you're walking. We've got like a little torch thing, so we both look out for each other. Like when you say diarrhea, is it like really runny? So Jada, runny is up the word. Like the water, like the rainwater that's falling on it, it's it's oh it's awful, so Jada. Anyway, so that's my OMG moment of the week that people in Folkestone need to really pick up their dog muck. Like Oh, yeah. Right. I'm really sorry to any of our listeners who have listened in while they're having their dinner or before dinner. I hope that wasn't put you off. But um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, not so cool for you, but. So, Saj, what's your OMG moment of the week? I've actually got a really good one this week. So, um, this microphone that I use for this podcast, I've had for like years, since like my late teens, probably. And um, yeah, it's my trusty microphone. I've never, I've always thought about throwing it out, but I've never actually done it. So, uh, which I'm glad now. I'm so glad you keep it warm with your sock on it as well. No, that's, that's a pop sock. shield. I use my sock as a pop shield. So, you know, on your microphone, right. if you don't... Oh, I can't bother getting into the technicalities, but it's fine. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, I've had this since like years and years because I, I used to do all my like YouTube videos and do all my singing videos and all that. Um, don't, don't bother looking for them now because they're all off. Um, but anyway, so I... I kind of kept the microphone safe but with the wire I lost the wire so I bought another one off eBay and then the one that came it was only 50 centimeters long which is like if you think about it a ruler is like about 30 centimeters so it was really short and I thought oh I'm not going to use this wire so I got so I I kind of went on eBay and said to him that look I'm going to send it back I don't want it anymore um and I was ready to send it back and stuff but he sent me a refund even before I'd sent it back and you know when they do that you kind of you kind of forget to send well I kind of forgot to send it back and then I ended up using it for our last podcast so I thought I'll message him and I'll say that I've started using the wire so I feel bad that you've refunded me for it and I'm using it which because you know mum's always Mm. taught us that if you use something if you buy something and if you do end up using it you should pay the person so I messaged him saying hi um I've started using this wire and I want to pay you for it and he said to me oh I'm glad that you're using it and I'm it's okay that you've not sent it back but you don't have to pay me yeah no it was really nice of him and I just felt like it was such a nice thing um, it was like a, a, an act of kindness from a stranger, which can be really, really nice, especially in tough times. And I understand that at the moment, you know, businesses and that kind of thing, they might 
be struggling and, you know, it's not the best of times at the moment, even though we try and not mention it too much, but it's not the best of times, um, truthfully. So I wanted to do my bit and make sure that he was paid what he was owed. And in the end, he turned it back on me and gave it to me for free. Um, but in the same way, on Twitter, I saw a lady tweeted that her dad had dementia and he ended up going into the supermarket and forgetting his pin. Um, when he was trying to pay at the at the till and there was a lady behind him and she ended up paying it for him and then she didn't t- take any of his details or give of her details and she just kind of um, paid for his shopping and let him go and I think what we forget is that an act of kindness from a stranger is actually so poignant because it's someone that you don't know they've done it out of the goodness of their own heart and if this causes a ripple effect where if you so I'm going to try and pay my uh, good deed forward I'm going to try and you know maybe help someone else out if I see something like that or maybe even I don't know I'll try and pay it forward somehow and then hopefully if this causes a ripple effect and you guys out there hear this story and think oh yeah you know what an act of kindness from a stranger is really nice I might try and do my bit this week if you go ahead and do that let me know at least because we really really do want to know but yeah let's cause a ripple effect and try and do some nice things for strangers because you never ever ever know what impact it has on other people so yeah that was my omg moment of the week it was a very nice positive one and i just want to say thank you to the guy i can't remember his name but i just want to say thank you to you um because hopefully i will send this link over to you and then you might hear it so thanks Okay then, so now we're at the point where we're going to talk about our selected topic of the week. So this week, what have we selected? We're talking about friendships in adulthood. Right, yeah, because making friends in adulthood is a lot harder because you don't have like that whole going to school and that sort of thing. And then, you know, when you go into work, a lot of people will make friends at work, but then it kind of, I don't know, I'd, sometimes some people don't like to mix their work life with their Mm. personal life and stuff like that but what's your take on making friends in because you've gone to a new place and stuff so you know how has it been for you to make friends where you are you know what I've really enjoyed coming back here a couple of years later and rekindling the old relationships I had with a lot of people the friends that I left it's so nice just to pick off from where we left um and you know what having the northern accent not gonna lie it helps because a lot of people kind of it's a bit of a conversation starter Saj so you know you'll be talking so you might you might be in the shops and be like oh you know having a and you know somebody overhears and they'll say oh you know where's that accent from it's a very nice accent to have what do what do southerners think of our accent because I always wonder do they think that it's nice or do they like because I remember one time when we went to I think the Paralympics we went to or somewhere and this guy heard our accent and he was like oh I'm not sure about that northern accent and he he had that nice London accent though and um, I remember he he kind of like put our accent down but what do they think in books and about our accent? Do you know what a lot of people imitate the accent and I don't think they mean to do it but I think you know when you're around a Yorkshire person or a northern a northern accent you can't help but um kind of imitate it because it's such an easy accent to imitate yeah so for example like where I work um sometimes you know they'll, they'll end up calling a cup of tea brew so they're like you want a brew yeah to be and fair then, that's, but that's with any accent I feel like if I hear like an American accent or something I'll want to imitate it but I'll wait until they've gone and then kind of 
do it in my own time. But I do, but even when you're watching TV and stuff, don't you end up imitating accents as well? I always, I love oh, yeah. doing that. You know, I've been watching Bridgerton and I love, I love the, um, you know, the really posh English. Yeah. I love that, like, like. Is it a period drama, that one? Oh, yeah. Have you not watched it? No, no, I've not watched it. I'm really bad oh, at it. Oh, it's really good. It's like, me too. I'm like in the middle of Crown at the moment. Like, we've still not finished it. But we've started Bridgerton only because it's only got like one series and everyone's talking about it. And do you know what? It's really good. You know what, right? What happens with me is that I always end up watching things that nobody else watches. Get, definitely give Bridgerton a, a watch. Um, like I said, the crown's really good. It's just like there's so many series, so I just need a break from it, just so I can watch something else, which is still period, and then I'll go back to the crown once I've watched Bridgerton. So yeah, that's where I'm at. But yeah, going back to friendship, Saj, how do you feel like um, where you are in life at the moment differs to where you were, let's say, ten years ago? You know, have you changed your circle? Like, how do you feel about friendships? Well- Honestly, I don't really, I'm I'm really bad at keeping friendships and stuff because like you can do one thing and I'll be like, goodbye, that's it now, we're, not, we're no longer friends. But in in a way, um, majority of the time, I feel like I don't even need friends because I've got you and I've got our secret sister and, you know, I've got mom and I feel like you guys are my friends anyway because I can talk to you about anything and everything. It's not like, you know, I've got to keep a separate circle. I suppose I do have my friends um anyway and I, I I'm the, I'm someone who have like one or two friends and that'll be it I don't need any more um I'll just stick to them but then I'll have different friends to talk about different things so I've got one friend who I'll talk to about conspiracy theories and then I've got one friend who I'll talk to about all my job problems or something and then I've got another friend who I'll talk about you know any other issues I've got going on in my life so I like to keep all my friends kind of separate and give them like a little piece of me but not all of oh. me if that makes sense. see I'm completely opposite what do you mean see I'm completely opposite in the sense that I have a handful of friends that are from back when I started nursery and then I've got a handful of friends from high school and then I've got a handful of friends from I'd say late teens to early 20s and then anything that happened after that that I've lost a lot of like, like a lot of my college friends and my university friends um I don't really speak to a great deal I think there's probably about one or two that I I keep in touch with every now and then yeah. but but like you say I, I've got to admit though that the work colleagues that become good friends are are a special kind it's so rare that you find yeah definitely somebody that you connect with so much and I'm when you get to adulthood that's kind of like your school friends kind of thing because you know when you go to school you have to go to school every day so you see people every day and that's how you kind of build that friendship and then when you go to work but what I do like about work is that there's Mm. there's no limit on what kind of friends you make so you could have a friend that's like 50 odd and then you can have a friend that's like just about starting in their career that kind of thing so it's nice to meet people from different backgrounds and different ages as well because you know when you get older you kind of change your interests and stuff so you know you might be into things that someone your ages are into so it's quite it's quite nice to have a different level of friendship with different kinds of people Mm. if you get what I mean and on that subject as well I'm very wary of friendships as I've got older so now that I'm at you know hitting my 30s almost like my circle's smaller than it's ever been and 
I prefer my circle just the way it is. I've, you know, got enough. Like if I have a really, really tough day, I know I can turn to, you know, three or four really, really close friends and talk to them all equally and not be judged. And I think there was a phase in my early 20s when I did kind of... um, you know, I wanted to to make more friends than I needed to. And it got really exhausting. It's tiring keeping up with it. It's, you know, like every weekend, you know, you're going out and it it, it does take a toll on your own personal yeah, life. Yeah. And I think sometimes I love being in my own company as well. I've never loved being in my own company more than now as well. And I think that's the other thing that I've got friends here, but we're not the kind of friends that want to meet up every every weekend. I mean, obviously lockdown at the moment, but even the friends that I've got here, this they've got their own lives. So, you know, we'll dip in and dip out. We'll, we'll check on each other and make sure everyone's okay. But ultimately, I just know that they're there for me when I need them and they know that I'll be there for them when they yeah. need me. And I think that's the, that's the bit, that's the important part of a, a really good friendship. Yeah, but I think that, you know, in general, from high school, we're kind of taught that it's, a popularity contest and then as as you grow older you kind of realize that it's not it's not the quantity it's the quality of your friendships oh 100 percent, yeah so that's definitely yeah. something that you learn as you get older um especially in terms of like you know when you want to share your kind of inner thoughts and stuff and you know you don't want to share them with just about anyone who's gonna and another thing that I have an issue with is if I speak to you on a level what I say to you there and then I don't want to get further than that sometimes and I feel like that's something that a lot of friends friends lack doing if that makes sense where you know they'll talk to you and then what do you mean so hold on they all right so they're fishing for more information and like you want to stop at a certain point yeah no no I think that happens a lot where you know you'll say some like say me and you are friends for example right and I said to you oh you know um this is going on in my life and this is going on in my life and if I tell you that then I don't want you to go off and go speak to someone else and be like oh this is going on in her life this is going on in her life oh I hate that and I think a lot of listeners will be listening into this and thinking oh yeah me too but then we still stay but I am someone who if I realize that someone is like that I will stay in that friendship and I will I will carry Mm. carry on with that but for some of us we kind of we kind of still do and that is that can be an issue for for you like you know if and you know sometimes it is hard to get out of a friendship because you know you might know that there's toxic behavior there but it is hard to kind of let go because you know you've you've been you've got history with this person so a friendship is still like a relationship in some ways oh yeah 100% you put your trust into it you put your time and effort you know financially you invest in it like a friendship is is as good as you know being in a relationship well it is a relationship the good thing about um having sisters is that you've got friends for life basically like my parents I feel like our parents actually I feel like they've set us up for life where we've where I've literally got two two girls who I can just go to and speak to if I really need to and me and you 14 months apart when we were kids I was going I was kind of tagging along and gate crashing your friend's birthday parties and stuff you get crashed every single birthday party that. I'll always remember that one yeah. that I came from and I remember thinking oh this is amazing because your friend bless her she gave me so many like snacks and sweets and all sorts of things I thought oh there's perks of being Aisha's sister I feel like all through my life I was a lot of the time Aisha's sister like even now some of my friends are your friends who I kind of stole when you went off to Kent and stuff and you know I still call them Aisha's friends which annoys them but um 
ultimately that that was a good thing about having you there um as a sister because you were quite popular in your own way and then I could just kind of you know leech off of your friendships which was great another thing is Saj I found that like again you know as I've probably matured in age the friends I want to keep in touch with are the friends that made me feel good about myself or other people like there was a lot of times in my life where I've spoken to people and they'll tell me about so-and-so or have you heard about you know xyz and 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 like again I always wonder like if I'm sat in their circle and they're telling me about so-and-so are they talking about me behind my back and uh, there were times there were times not gonna lie to you there were times when I heard from so-and-so that she's been saying this about you and you know it happened and it it does happen and uh and that is one of the biggest reasons why um my friend circle is so small I like being around people that make me feel good you know make the environment good you know make you think about you know your like your you know positive about your culture your beliefs you know people that uplift you and I think that is so important like you know having you know girls rooting for girls or you know I mean I've got quite a few you know guy mates um and there's nothing wrong with having a guy mate and I will iterate that as well it's iterate reiterate I will <laughs> there's nothing wrong with having a guy <laughs> friend <laughs> <laughs> listen right there is nothing wrong there is nothing wrong with a muslim woman having a friend you know of the opposite gender we can be friends and uh, you know that thing where people say oh no men and women can't be friends uh yes you can just control your inhibitions and live your life respectfully be yeah, god-fearing and a lot of that can be in our culture, though, where we're kind of t- taught all our lives to segregate. And then, you know, the difference is that when we live in this country and you're going to work and stuff, you will have male colleagues who end, who end up becoming your mates. And I know that, you know, with you, that happened a lot because you were working with a lot of, like, um, guys from around the area and stuff like that. So you had a really good friendship with them. Oh, they remember. became my brothers. Like, I have yeah. so many adopted brothers that have, do you know what, no word of lie, they have really, really been there for me in my time of need. Um, and I can't forget that. So they might not be blood-related, yeah, but yeah. work colleagues became family, and I love that. That's what I mean. It's such a special thing. You know, you work eight hours, ten hours, you know, if you're working 12-hour shifts. It's such a long day to be, you know, sat next to somebody or, you know, liaising with somebody. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that we need to break down these, you know, stereotypes and barriers and, you know, uh, this cultural thing where people say, you know, you can't be friends with the opposite gender. I mean, I will argue yeah. it that, you know, as long as there's respect, you know, why can't people be, be friends? Yeah. yeah, no one's asking you to, you know, spend quality alone time together, but it's just nice to have like friends exactly in general. But just touching on just touching on what you said earlier about, you know, when um, you're talking to someone and they'll be talking about someone else uh, with you and then you kind of wonder whether they do the same about you to other people and stuff like that. It is something that I'm quite wary of when, I, when, I'm, when I've got my friendships and when I'm choosing friends. Because um, you know me, I'm so quick at, you know, cutting people off and stuff. Like I'll, I'll do that really quick. Yes, you are. I know <laughs> you cut me off as well every now and then <laughs> yeah true it can it can be so people can take it in a negative way but for me um I just feel like friendships should uh, should be an added bonus to my life like they should bring something to my life and if they do and if they stop doing that then at that point I kind of think you know what I'm gonna have to let this go oh no see I'm too loyal in that way I'm too loyal in the sense that like yeah but I'll try. I'm not on about l- 
I'm not on about loyalty in the sense that, you know, oh, you know what, I can't be bothered with you, so I'm not gonna. But if, if, if I feel like you are a toxic friend, then I will probably end it and move on. Like, I'm just that kind of person. Like, I won't bother trying to cultivate a relationship or a friendship where, you know, I just know that there's, it's just not serving me, if that makes sense. Like, it's just bringing negativity. And I don't like drama. I'm just, I'm someone who mm. tries to get away from drama. And I've been there. But yeah, before I butt in, sorry about that. Um, you mentioned something about loyalty. So what were you going to say about that? So yeah, talking about loyalty before you very kindly cut me off. <laughs> I was saying um, Oops. that, you know, it works both ways. Um, loyalty is the key to, you know, all friendships, whether it's, you know, with work colleagues, whether it's in the home, whether it's with your siblings, whether it's with good friends. And um, yeah, and it's just like, you know, being there on, on you know, for them and them being there for you. Um, so yeah, loyalty, you know, don't, that, that also comes under not betraying trust and, um, you know, being I there. also think that an element of it is communication because you mentioned before that, you know, you'll have friends where you'll speak to them and then you'll kind of not speak to them for a bit and then you just pick up where you left off and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think that when you have a friendship, you should keep communicating with each other because you, when you lose that, I don't know, when you stop communicating with each other, I feel like then you lose a bit of your friendship. Like for me, I'm someone that likes to stay in touch, that like you have to stay in touch with me for me to continue a friendship. And then when you stop communicating with me, um, I just feel like it's just fizzling away. Like I don't, I don't feel like I know you anymore. I don't feel like I know what's going on in your life. And, you know, I understand that people have a hard time or anything like that, but it's nice to be that friend that someone comes to in, in tough times rather than, you know, just like air you for the time that they're having issues or something like that and then come back when everything's fine that's so true and I, that really do you know 60 percent yeah i was gonna say do you know 60 percent of my communication at the moment is literally sending funny memes or funny cat videos to my friends do but you, you know, know what? what that is that is an element of communication though because i like i i'm not saying that you know continuously text me all the time but even you know between apps we've got a snapchat we've got instagram we've got so many different ways of communicating now that i'm sure you can find one way to get in touch with me like whether you send me a meme on a random day or you know the, the, mm. all those kind of things it all builds yeah, up to that yeah. friendship and that communication oh sad i really hope that any of our friends or family that are listening who are you know we keep in touch with quite often don't feel like we're throwing shade at anybody this is in no way us throwing shade at any of our close friends or family members it's literally just us airing off and you know just hoping that people can resonate with what we say and you know we're, we're adults now we're not we're not in the school playground it's not about you know I like you and I don't like you and I want you to be my friend I don't want you to be my friend it's just you know as adults friendship changes and I think this is what we're just talking about is you know to normalize not having a million friends or feeling the need to be popular it's absolutely fine to enjoy your own company and have the couple of friends and I think that's that's the view that we want to get across but ultimately I think what I'm trying to say is like I think like you say um, as you get older it's literally quality over quantity and and I think that's the um, that's the overall view on that yeah definitely Saj, have we still got people listening at the end of episode two? 
<laughs> I hope so. Hello. If you're there, um, then do reach out to us on our socials. We are on Instagram, uh, under Spill the Gee, and we're on Twitter as well, which is at Spill the Gee. Um, so yeah, we really want to hear from you. We've been getting a lot of feedback. Actually, you've received a lot of feedback. So talk to us about that. Oh, sad. The feedback has been so amazing. Like a lot of people have um left you know really nice comments and messages saying they kind of felt like they were just earwigging our conversation and they felt a little bit naughty like listening into what we were saying <laughs> and then <laughs> and I've also had people you know from you know not of our faith or culture or religion you know saying to us um that it's been so nice just to hear you know some positivity and some yeah. realness um and I think that's that's the core of our thing you know we're gonna yeah, stay yeah. you know what? I really love that I love that because I feel like for me I want other people from other cultures and you know different backgrounds to hear from us because you know in our community and that that kind of thing we kind of stay within mm. ourselves a lot and we don't like to share much but this is a positive way to bring a better image of ourselves maybe. exactly and I, like you know we're always going to be real um there might be some views and opinions and you know things that we might say that might not agree with you but by all means you know leave us a little message on our instagram you know, under one of our posts and just, you know, tell us what you think and, you know, let's connect. It's all good. Um, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We don't, that's the other thing. We don't really bang on about, you know, being uh, in, in the middle of a pandemic because we're trying to steer that away. We're trying to just do our own little thing. Yeah. And, you know, try to we keep... hear about that enough on the news. So on the news, exactly. Uncle yeah. Boris keeps us updated. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. But yeah, give us a like, a follow. You know, we really want to interact. And I think that's one of the big things. So on that note, that's all from us this week. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead. And hopefully we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Now, so instead, we'll use some gear. Spill the gear.